T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Three, and we begin with Archie Chasson, our friend, President Lafouche Parish. How you doing, Archie? Hey, good morning, Tommy. Thanks for having us on again. Thanks for taking the time. Tell me um, how you want to start. Maybe, I guess, Ida recovery? Yeah. So, look, I'll start with, with thanking God, first of all, that we didn't have a hurricane. Amen. Uh, at, at all this season, and I think at one point not even in the corner era this hurricane season. So that's a that's a huge plus as we continue to kind of recover from Ida. And, look, I, I think as, as an entire parish, we're probably 75% of the way there. Uh, we still have a lot of uh, a lot of our residents, especially in South Lafouche, still struggling through insurance issues. You know, their companies left them there in LIGO or receivership through uh, Commissioner Donlin's office. So we still work with him on those issues. Um, you know, a lot of our debris is, is is all but gone. We're still dealing with a lot of those those damaged homes that people either walked away from or, or signed up for the the FEMA programs that that are going to demolish them. And working through that whole bureaucratic process with uh, with the federal government on on how that's going to work and how that's going to play out. Uh, as we continue to recover, but we're doing we're doing really well. We're seeing businesses coming back. We're seeing expansions to businesses um, across the way. We're seeing a kind of a housing boom happen in, in in North Lafouche right now, which is good because we need that housing capacity as people either try to find a place to live and, and get out of those temporary FEMA shelters and those FEMA campers. So overall, I, I think we're doing we're doing pretty damn good. How many people are still living in FEMA campers? We have about 2,000, believe it or not, wow. uh, between the FEMA units and the, and the state's program. And we're down to the point where a lot of those people are still the, the renters that were either in some type of public housing or apartment complexes, and those things are, are still being rebuilt and refurbished. Um, so we, that, that's a very huge chunk of the population. So as we see housing come up across the parish, we're working through not only the state's program, but our community action network and our community services department to put people in, in the affordable housing that we know that's out there working with the landlords and the, and the, and the, the people who have properties available so we can get them out of that, that temporary housing and, and kind of close out that part of the, the mission. Where is the new housing coming from, Archie? Is that people that are building rental properties or what? So some of it, some of it's what we see as, as the new starter homes, right? We're we're fastly becoming um, the bedroom community, the place people want to live. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as we see, you know, expansions to the plants in the river parishes and, and industry growing there, we're the place people come back to every night and they want to stay. Um, so we're seeing that that younger generation, those people who may finger out every day and and go to work in Baton Rouge or New Orleans or, or one of the plants on the river, but they're coming back to Lafouche every night to the to the little to our little bedroom community uh, and raising their families using our, our, you know, top rated, you know, I think we're in the top 10 as far as our school district. Uh, we have one of the best healthcare networks in the state uh, between our three hospital systems. So we're, we're that we're that place that everybody want to, wants to come home to at night, which is which is really helping us. As a parish president, that's got to be the best news that you could ever hear. Yeah, right? no doubt. Uh, you know, especially looking, you know, post-item when we thought we would lose a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've just, while we, while we have lost some, and, and I'm not going to say we have it, uh, we're seeing more of a, a population shift north. We're seeing a, a more of a, a population shift in um, as as our younger generation is, is graduating from either Nickel State University or, or Fletcher Technical College. Um, they're staying here, which which is good. That's what we want. We want to be the parish that has 
the best school district, the best health, the best healthcare network, the best recreational opportunities. Uh, and while you could go to New Orleans or Baton Rouge and shop and watch a movie or do some of those other cool things, you're laying your head on your pillow every night in Lafouche. You just answered my question, Archie, because I was going to ask you what makes Lafouche Parish so attractive, and you just told me before I asked, which is, I guess, part of your job. Uh, how about blue roofs? You still got some blue roofs in Lafouche? We, we do. We probably have, you know, at, at most probably 50. Um, we were we were at one point well over a thousand when the, when the core was in their heyday doing that program, uh, but again that, that's people who are still struggling with insurance and uh, you know we work with Commissioner Donlin and, and Mr. Bell from his office as a local guy out of Thibodeau um, to, to really work through those issues with with people and that's that's kind of where we are now in that recovery phase. We don't get a whole lot of calls about housing and, and where's my FEMA trail anymore. We don't get a whole whole bunch of calls about insurance, but those pop up every now and then. Uh, and we're just trying to funnel that out as best we can to help those people. Let me take a break, Archie, because you mentioned insurance. And, and while I can imagine as parish president, um, the, the the people moving in is very, very encouraging for the future. The challenges that people are going to face getting insurance in this state are, are at some time, at times can seem almost insurmountable. I know they aren't, but we're up against it when it comes to homeowners insurance. We'll talk about that and more when we return. Talking to Archie Chasson, President of Lafouche Parish, 720. It's time for traffic now on WWL. 725 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL. We're checking in with different parish presidents between now and the end of the year to get an update on what happened during the year and looking ahead to 2023. We're talking to Archie Chasson, our friend, President of Lafouche Parish, who says that um, they're doing well after um, Ida. And the recovery continues and some new housing growth and that uh, Lafouche is becoming an attractive bedroom community for first-time homebuyers. Is that accurate, Archie? That's pretty darn close, Tommy. You did well. I Thank you. I'm, I try. Um, let's talk about insurance because somebody texted in, got my letter yesterday, starting January 1st, due to the rise of citizens. I'll pay $525 more, putting my mortgage over $2,000. Absolutely insane. Yep. It is insane, and, uh, you know, I know the insurance commissioner's got a tough job because it's got to be a condition wherein insurance companies want to write. If not, then you wind up with the citizens' mess, right? Yeah, no doubt. And, and look, I, I think a lot of us are in that same boat, and I am personally. You know, our wind and hail coverage after Hurricane Ida dropped us, and, and I'm a citizen's customer as well, looking at that what could be that 63% rate hike uh, in, in a couple of weeks when we hit January 1st, and that's that's the that's the biggest the biggest push for us right now you know as i said in that first segment you know when we when we look to get people to come here or, or businesses to come here you know especially from a business standpoint their their top three questions want to know what our tax structure looked like what our you know education system was and what our healthcare network was well now we're looking at what we've been referring to as these geohazards right what is what is, what does hurricanes look like what does storm surge look like what does insurance look like and that's driving some of that competition to, to North Louisiana, to other states, as we as we deal with stuff like this, and then, you know, as those businesses try to come here, they need employees, uh, and if we're trying to recruit employees here, whether they're professors or, or doctors to, to our healthcare network, or professors to Nichols or, or whatever, we're having to take all of that into account. That's that's becoming tougher and tougher as we're staring down the the citizens' rate hikes as we're staring down. You and I have talked a lot about flood insurance and risk rating 2.0 and what's that, what, what's that doing to, you know, especially our coastal communities, but even some of the inland states as well as, as FEMA pushes that down our throats. So that's going to be the, the bigger focus. And we're, we're very hopeful. We had a lot of conversations with, you know, what will now be Majority Leader Scalise and Representative Graves and, and Senator Cassidy and Kennedy about, you know, how do we fix some of this, you know, after the new Congress? Is there some opportunities for that? Can we work through the gridlock? And, and really stop the federal government from telling us where we can live. Because at the end of the day, that's what they're doing right now. Uh, and it's going to make things difficult as we look to 
look to extend all of our parishes into the into the next year and then beyond that. You know, I said almost insurmountable, and it really is if if you look at both mountains because it's it, it's two. It's the flood insurance with this out of control bureaucracy and. FEMA and, and people in Congress can't find out what's justification for this 2.0 and in the increases, but then you have, again, the situation of insurance companies where it's got to be a profitable situation. The insurance commissioner has to ride herd on that, but yet you don't want anybody overcharged. How concerned are you, are you about that going into 2020? If you were to give me your top three concerns going into 2023, what would they be, Archie? I think number one for us is is coastal restoration. You know, we lost about sixty square miles of property from from Hurricane Ida, so we got to put that back together, working with you know Mr. Klein and CPRA and, and and some private groups. I think two is the insurance market uh, and how do we get flood insurance and, and regular homeowners rates back down. Uh, and then I think three is just just our overall general economy and continue to work with our businesses. Uh, both existing to make sure that they're sustainable and they're doing what they need to do and we're being helpful. Uh, and then how do we drive new businesses in, whether it's offshore wind or renewable energy, uh, and then to continue working the oil and gas sector. You're a sharp guy, Archie LaFouche. Lucky to have you, man. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, all right? Merry Christmas, Tommy. Thank you so much. You bet. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, we're going to come back. We're talking to David Hammer about the road home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.